is Natasha, and you are now listening to Let Me Touch That, a place where it gets pretty real without all the office jargon. Who wants that? (laughs) Ah, If you are not here to hear the truth or my version of the truth, then this is not the place for you. What problems are we trying to solve here? Nothing. (laughs) Enjoy. Welcome, guys, to another episode of Let Me Touch That Podcast. I am your host, Natasha. And as you guys know, these last few episodes and segments have been me inviting my friends to my virtual couch and us having a conversation and you guys just being so happy to be a part of it. So I would like to introduce my friend, Tamisha, who I met, uh, we met in Bahrain, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I done met so many people different places, girl. It's it's hard to keep track now. <laughs> I met her when we both worked at the embassy together. And we've been friends ever since. And now today, what we're going to be talking about, because she is um, doing things in this particular field, is nutrition and eating and people pretty much using food as a reward as though you're some type of dog and we're going to we're going to tell you the truth about like what it is that you're doing what she's going to be doing more of the telling i am going to be doing more of the input and uh we're going to be talking about all the hard truths about it so thank you so much tamisha for being part of this episode with me I hope that people get a lot of knowledge from this episode as well as laughs. So (laughs) thank you so much for doing this episode. Oh my gosh, Natasha, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And I want to make sure that I put out a disclaimer that I am not a doctor, nor do I pretend to play one on these interwebs. So anything (laughs) I say is my opinion. So in other words, (laughs) sue your cousin, don't sue me. Right, sue your mama. Don't sue me. (laughs) Right. Okay, so today uh, I want to first get into like nutrition. Mm -hmm. Like let these people, educate these people on what nutrition is. Why is it so important? um, And what it is that you do with nutrition in particular that you be doing on Al Gore's internet. Oh, yes. (laughs) You crack me up every single time you say that. But what I do is like I folks, I'm a nutrition and mindful eating coach. So the thing that I'm super passionate is really helping people create a healthy eating plan that they can maintain long term. Mm -hmm. And the reason that I say it that way is because. I think we've all been on a diet, maybe 10 diets, maybe one, one too many diets. Girl, I'm on one every Monday. I know, really. And that's the thing. It's like we constantly on one diet after another Mm -hmm. and struggle with trying to figure out how am I going to get this to fit around my lifestyle? In other words, I still want to eat the cheeseburgers, but I want to be on this diet and get that Kim Kardashian body. Yes. How does that work? So it's like, I really work with people and help them understand that like you can have that body that you desire. Or you can eat the way that you really want to eat, but you can't necessarily have both at the same time. But in that process of like eating the way that you want to eat, but learning how do I eat healthier? How do I change up some ingredients? You'll actually get to that other goal. But it's like so many people focus on the end goal, but don't want to do any of the process in between. So I essentially simplify that process in between. That's good. 
Because when we think about or when we hear about these different particular diets, mm-hmm. no one really says, hey, <laughs> I know that there's a, this diet that I'm preaching to you right now, but I need to let mm-hmm. you know that if you have this particular body type or this particular eating habit, this mm-hmm. ain't for you. Yes, that's the thing. It, and no one talks about that. This no. For you. They make it sound like everybody can work. Everybody this. should everybody. be doing keto. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And one more person trying to like, mm, I can't even, I ain't going to go there. I'm going to tick off all the keto people. But <laughs> that's fine. That's why they're listening to this podcast. They want to be ticked true. off. Yeah. That's true. That's true. They're coming for us. They're coming for yep. us. Yep. <laughs> But that, but that's another thing too, is like realizing that even when you just decide I want to do keto, I want to do vegan, whatever, it's like you do understand that you can actually like you don't have to follow it as strictly as everybody else does. You get to change things and adapt things. Just don't be telling them because you know they will come for you if you go around eating that carb and they told you not to. But yes. you can change it to make it work for you. Like a vegan who still eat beef. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like- <laughs> There are some, there are some people who, that's what I'm like, just say you're plant-based. I'm like, plant-focused, actually. Like, say you're plant-focused yes. and they won't come for you. You say yes. you're plant-based and you go, they see you eating that cow, they right. come for you. <laughs> but you say, I'm plant-focused, they ain't going to bother you. <laughs> yes, because we in the cancel culture now, so they're going to cancel mm, you. If, you they gonna if they even see you hanging around a Chick-fil-A, what? That's true. Is that chicken <laughs> on your breath? Ma'am, I just parked in this parking lot because I was looking for directions. What are you talking about? That's so true. They'd be like, I know you just had that milkshake. Right. You know there's dairy in that. Right. <laughs> Leave them alone. Just don't do right. It. So I want to talk about myths. Mm. That's why I really bring you on here. Because I want people to first hear the myths and the truths about food. Mm-hmm. Because everyone has their own, you know, thing or whatever. And this is still our opinion about like what food is and, sure. and how food operates and everything. But there's those general myths about it. Mm-hmm. So talk to us a little bit about what those myths are and why do we follow them so religiously? <laughs> Ooh, that's a la- that last one's a good one. So there's so many myths, and I had to really think about this one. But I think one of the things that often gets talked about, and it's not necessarily a myth, but it's like a half-truth. It's like the one that they talk about all the time is like breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Yes. And it's not that that's not true. It's just that people are assuming when you're talking about breakfast, you're talking about pancakes, you're talking about sausage, you're talking mm-hmm. about cereal. But the thing is, like, it's not necessarily eating between the hours of like six and, and nine that matters as much as this. What are you eating when you first wake up? What's that first thing that you're nourishing your body with? Because if you starting off, like I used to start off with bagels and lattes and all that. That was my first meal of the day. Yeah. And I was wondering why lunchtime I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I'm needing the next latte. I'm needing the next sugar rush. Yeah. So it's like choosing those things that are more simple, those simple sugars, those things that may be tasty, but they're not actually nourishing your body. So it's like, that's where that thing is a myth because people don't necessarily say, yes, you should eat breakfast, but it doesn't really matter if your breakfast is at 7 a.m. or your breakfast is at 12 p.m. Yeah. You just need to make sure that that first thing you're starting off with is nourishing. Yes, yes. And not uh, bringing in Dunkin' Donuts with uh, orange mm-hmm. juice. <laughs> I know, right? You just got all the sugar. You might as well just, you just might as well just take a whole bunch of, a cup of sugar, put it in some Kool-Aid and just call it a day. <laughs> Wait, who told us that that was breakfast? Having donuts <laughs> with orange juice or coffee in the morning. Yes. Who told us? 
that that yeah, I didn't have a good balanced breakfast, you guys. I've had my uh, my fruits. I've had my carbohydrates, a little sugar. No, baby, it was, it was glazed. It was glazed in sugar. What you mean? And your whole coffee was sugar. It was two two espressos, and the rest of it was sugar, basically. Yeah. Okay, so well, what's another one? Another one, and this is one that I always have to fight people about. But Not is that carbs are bad and that you should avoid them if you want to lose weight. And this is my thing. First off, if anyone tells you carbs are bad, y'all need that type of negativity in your life to go back to that person. <laughs> say, you ain't a friend no more. Bye, bye, bye. Like, what does insects say? Bye, bye, bye. Yep. Let's <laughs> say that. But, but in all seriousness, the reason why this one is not good is because not all carbs are created equal. And when you look at things like simple carbs, which are like dried fruit and milk and carrots, those aren't necessarily bad. But to the point that we talked about earlier with like breakfast, you might want to be mindful of like when you're eating these different things because there is sugar in them. So like maybe your body responds a little bit differently with having milk in the morning or certain yeah. things in the evening. Versus complex carbs like beans and like whole grains, like there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, other than the fact that if you don't want to have too much fiber because you might be on that toilet for a long time. But other than that, it's like carbs aren't bad. But people, when they think of carbs, they're thinking about chips. They're thinking about all this junk food. And and that I agree with. You probably don't want to eat so much of that. But it's not necessarily that you need to eliminate all carbs. Yeah, yeah. And you know, one thing I have to be truthful and honest with this. I just realized that certain vegetables or mm-hmm. carbohydrates mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. Just last year. <laughs> like I was like, wait, a carrot? Get out yeah. of here. Get out of here. <laughs> but it's not your fault because they make that sound and like that used to bother the crap out of me, Natasha, because they mm-hmm. would be like, carbs are bad. But I'm like, vegetables are good people and right. say but it's some daggone, you know internet people who who don't have disclaimers like we do because we ain't trying to get sued (laughs) they trying to get sued (laughs) they trying to get sued all through this (laughs) right yeah so true so i guess i could go on to another one that um that one you probably feel this one a lot too and hear it a lot is that like snacking is bad and this is another mm-hmm. one that is like a half truth and the reason why i say this is because people don't look at why do we snack Sometimes you're actually snacking because you're not nourishing your body properly. So what it is, is your body is trying to compensate by saying, I'm actually hungry. But the problem is, is that then we're like, we go to those things. Once again, the donuts, the coffee, we go to these little things when your body's like, no, I need more actual food. And how I always try to do this with myself is like, if it's nighttime and I'm tired and exhausted and I notice that I'm like, okay, I'll get one little snack, you know, in my, after, you know, my little late night snack. Mm -hmm. And then that's one. The next time I'm like, you know, I'm still kind of hungry. Okay. That's two. I'm like, okay, girl. By the third time I'm like, girl, you need to go eat a real meal. Go pull out, go in a fridge, pull out Din Din, keep that sucker up and go eat it. Because then you know that you're actually hungry and I actually use that as a way to gauge okay that means tomorrow I need to actually eat a little bit more at dinner because I actually didn't eat enough but people will sit there and see snacks are all bad you should avoid snacking I'm like no that's not true snack is just your body is saying I'm hungry you just get to choose what you're snacking maybe you're eating popcorn and that suffices you but if you're going around like now I'm gonna eat the bucket of KFC well that ain't really a snack (laughs) (laughs) I should have said that pants on the top of me They're going to be waiting for you at the bell. <laughs> they waiting. They knocking right now. Get 
But it is true. That's something that I learned too as well is with snacking. Because I had to realize that like I'll pick up a bag of chips in a minute. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly now I'm starting to be more aware and start being conscious of like me when I do pick up that bag of chips or when I pick up those cookies or whatever, I'm going, okay, Natasha, you didn't eat the half of this thing. You hungry. Yes. Cut it out. Yes. Is that you need real food. And a lot of that too, and this is me exposing myself. Mm-hmm. And don't y'all come for me. Uh, <laughs> part of that is because laziness. Yeah. It's easy for me to grab that bag of chips than for me mm-hmm. to go in there and uh, cook a whole meal. Yes. And that's something that we don't want to admit to ourselves either is that that's part of our own laziness. Yeah, that's a good point. And that's why, like, when I tell people to prep and I work with clients and I tell them, don't just prep your meals, prep your snacks. Yeah. Because that way you have something that you can go to get. Because let's be honest, like, when some of us live, like, next to bodegas, next to, it's easy for me to go walk, walk, walk over and get myself some chips. Because I'm also getting my workout in. And, and I'm, I'm getting my, get exactly, <laughs> get them steps in. And you're like, I got my steps in. Right. And I ended up at Dunkin' Donuts, but I got my steps in. You know, but when you right. actually have it in your house, you're going to make healthier decisions because you already thought about that healthy thing hours ago or days mm-hmm. ago versus in that moment, you ain't thinking about the healthy thing. I'm like, I'm going to go get to the pizza place. Right. <laughs> I'm get my and keep it moving. Yep. So that's I another get, one. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Another one. And this one, some people may fight me, but I'm going to say it anyway, is like <laughs> eating after seven is going to cause you to gain weight. And I don't know what this is about, like, timing and this belief that, like, there's a certain number. Which like you our body yes! has a clock that it actually watches. Yes! Like, your, yes! Body, yes! your body goes off of you. It yes! doesn't have a, it don't have its own, like, it's not like your insides. Mm-hmm. Your liver has a watch on going, baby. Mm-hmm. You know you're not supposed to be having nothing coming down to me at 8 o'clock. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. That should be like a little like animation. That would be perfect. But that's the the one that drives me nuts because I often have people ask me this, like, what time should I stop eating? And I'm like, when you, when you're full, like, that's (laughs) like, you got to get to a point where you understand, am I full or if I, you know, and I get this because there's some people like I used to do intermittent fasting. So I understand that you have your windows and you, you got to stop at certain times. And that's a different circumstance if you're eating in that way. But for everybody else, it's like, it's not necessarily a timing that automatically equals weight gain as much as it's what are you choosing to eat? If I'm not nourishing my body during the day, but then at night I'm sitting there eating all the snacks then that, yeah, I'm going to gain weight. Not because it's 7 p.m., but because you eat a whole bunch of junk food. Like, yeah. okay, you eat that junk food at 2 p.m. or you can eat that junk food at 8 a.m. and you still won't gain the weight. So it's like <laughs> understanding that it's not the time, it's what you're choosing to eat. Yeah, and you know, I used to tell people when I was, back when I was a trainer. Yeah. People would always ask me, like, what can I do to lose weight? What can I, and I say, what are you mm-hmm. eating? What are you eating? Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, 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 no. What workouts could I do to lose weight? And I said, excuse me, I'm, now I'm talking about working out with your fork coming to your mouth. What is it that you're eating? <laughs> it is a workout. It, that's a workout. Oh my God. Walking to the refrigerator, un, you know, unpopular to your belief, walking to the refrigerator, you know, getting the pots and pans. Have you ever stirred greens? That's a workout. Ooh. Listen. Mm. it's things that you can do that is a work. So what are you doing? What is the workout mm-hmm. that you're doing in the kitchen mm. of the reason why you can't lose the weight or get those abs the way that you want them to look? 80% of it is eating. 20% is doing it in the gym. Yeah. 
And what people, you know, this is another one. Just because I say this, guys, keep the podcast on. Don't turn it off. Uh, <laughs> if you are working out, that's you strengthening your body. Yes. That's you giving it more endurance to breathe better. That's you mm-hmm. being able to lift. You know, when you do lift your baby up, you're not grunting. Every- <laughs> <laughs> you can actually lift your 20-pound kid up and go, okay, that wasn't that bad. That's what working out is doing. It's not for you to lose weight. It helps, but it's only so very little mm. that it does. And I think that people have this thing, because I remember I used to get clients that would come to me and be like, okay, I need to go to, uh, I'm going to Jamaica mm. in four weeks. Oh, How do I lose 40 pounds? And I'm like, first of all, you're going to need to go see your surgeon. And you what? ain't going to be able to go nowhere in the fall because you still got to recover. So right now, I can't, I can't give you anything. I'm, I'm not the person to help you. But did Beyonce? No. Did, no. So what happened is, is that you lost conception of time. It took Beyonce <laughs> a long time to lose her weight. Yeah. No matter how fast it looked to us, mm-hmm. <laughs> it took her just a, a, a while to yeah. do that. So don't come to me with no Hollywood diet about what Ooh. you're supposed to do that I can lose weight this fast. If you needed to lose it in four weeks, baby, I'm gonna need you to buy a bigger swimsuit and you just gonna have to take mm-hmm. that and maybe you can work out while you're there. So you can lose it for next year yep. when you go back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People have that misconception. They do. And to your point, it's because you have these celebrities out there who only show the after. They ain't showing the before and they definitely ain't showing the during. So no. people just don't know. Nope. Mm-mm. Which goes into, I guess, what I would say my last point, and this one might be a little bit of tiefle, and that you don't need to do a detox or Ew. a cleanse Ew. or a reset. And this is not to say no people gonna come for me and be like, but, but. Listen, I'm, I'm about to come can't. for you. I'm about to come I'm for you. I'm not saying that you can't. See this, but that's what I had to make sure I caveat. I'm yeah. not saying that you can't. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that you don't need. Because there's this actual, and I've heard some people out there and some real top ones out there who've been saying, you need to do this. And I'm like, no, 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 brother. I don't need to do that. It, it could be a supplement to the things I'm doing. Yeah. But it's not necessary. But if your liver is not doing that naturally, you need to see a dang doctor. <laughs> you don't need to go for no detox. That's my only thing that I think I, people need to understand is that this is something that your body should be doing naturally. If it's not, then yeah, you can do such, certain, re, you know, you can do the resets and the detoxes to yeah. help you. But if you constantly doing them over and over again and stuff ain't coming out of your boo-boo that need to be coming out of your boo-boo, <laughs> 
You need to go to the doctor. <laughs> I love that you used to wear boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> the kindergartners are going crazy, right? Now. <laughs> they are going nuts. She said, "They're laughing, losing it." <laughs> But yeah, that that is so true. Like people have to understand first what your body mm-hmm. is doing, and if it's not operating correctly, that's why going for yearly checkups mm-hmm. is like prominent. And people don't want to do that. They like, I don't want to waste my time going. To-. Listen, I mm-hmm. go every single year. Every time my insurance start over, I go Ooh. take my tail right in there. Hey, let's check my <laughs> cholesterol. Let's see what's going on. Do I need yeah. anything? Is there anything that you could tell me, Doc? I remember mm-hmm. my doctor told me that I needed vitamin D, and I was like, bruh. Mm-hmm. Bruh. Mm-hmm. You telling me now that fell into the statistics? Okay, I'll take my little vitamin D. I guess I do. Yes. But I need to do. And with that, having that, like, let's go into supplements a little since I'm on the, the yeah. conversation. People don't understand mm. that supplements is not the end all be all. They don't get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know I had to let that hang in the air because I was like, I need y'all to hear that again. Yeah. Is that it is not the end all be all. We talked about this before. It was like supplements are supposed to supplement your diet. Right. Not substitute. (laughs) It's not the fact, it's not a substitute. Like people who are sitting there, like, what protein powder do I need to have, Tamisha? What pills do I have? What fat burner? I was like, mm-hmm. you can do all of that stuff, but if you continue to eat the way that you eat, like you we put, like you brought up earlier, mm-hmm. all of that work is not going to matter because yeah. you are literally counteracting everything that you're doing. It's like yeah. you can take all the supplements in the world. Like I deployed with people who were like supplement after supplement after supplement, and they were gaining weight like crazy, and they were like, I don't understand. I was like. Because you, you're still eating the way you used to eat. So the right. supplement ain't going to be able to counteract any of the other stuff that you're doing. Right. And I, I look at supplements, too, as like, a, uh, like you said, it's, it's like a piece of what else I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And I think what's not happening, I don't know if everybody else doctor is doing this, but I know some of mine weren't, is that they would tell mm-hmm. me, you need more K, you need more vitamin mm-hmm. D, but they're not telling me what other foods that I can eat. Yes. It's, like they're, it's like they're directly telling me, go to the store, pick up some vitamin D, take that, and you should be good. But I'm like, wait, isn't it a certain level that my body is supposed to have? If this is only giving me this particular piece, what else can I eat to help that? That's so true. And the thing is, people just don't even know. Like, I have a family member, because you were talking about stuff that you realized, that didn't know that protein... Um, you could get it for something other than supplements. They didn't know you can get protein from food. I kid you not. And oh, I, wow. And I, stared, and I stared at them like they had 17 heads, but I realized, <laughs> and they had, but I realized they doctor never told them. And they were older, and they just did not know these things. So I was like, yeah, you can get it from, and I broke down the different type of things they can get it from. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is so sad that this person goes to their doctor regu- regularly, mm-hmm. and they never knew that they needed something, that they could just eat food and not get a protein powder. So they spending all this money on protein powders without realizing, like, you could just go eat some chicken, brother. Right, you know? right, <laughs> right. You can go eat buy. Some quinoa. Right, right, right. <laughs> Yes, people don't understand that there are other things that you can supplement mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. in taking that. Because, yes, it is impossible when you think about what, I guess, the average amount when you think of it in, uh, yeah, what is it, uh, milligrams or whatever. 
Yeah, grab the extra. Yeah. So whatever it is, it is impossible to eat that much. When you think about mm-hmm. certain foods that have it, if you say, okay, well, I only eat this particular thing in protein. I'm supposed to have 32 grams a day. Well, how am yeah. I supposed to eat that in this? Because when you think about certain foods, they have yep. a very small amount of it mm-hmm. in what it is that you have to do. It's not like that they have like this overage of it. Some foods yep. do. Some of yeah. them don't, depending on your diet. When we get those other supplements, it's to put in, to fill in the gaps. So if it's a certain number, if 32 mm-hmm. is your magic number and you're mm-hmm. only getting 30, then you take the supplement to get the other two. Yeah. And people don't understand that piece of it. It's just mostly like, well, I'm just out here just doing what I want to and I'm just going to eat. I'm going to drink protein shakes all day and take mm-hmm. these little vitamins and I'm supposed to be the healthiest I'm ever supposed to be. No, ma'am, you are wrong and yes. go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're so right. And the other thing that people don't think about is like you're putting all that supplements in your body and you're not necessarily drinking enough water or hydrating and stuff. Ooh. It's like medication. And it's like, I didn't realize that because I'm on a new medication because of my um, rheumatoid arthritis. And I mm-hmm. had to remember like, oh, I need to drink more water because it's impacting my liver. So to yes. your point, we go back to the detoxes and stuff. And it's like, you might need the detox and things if you're doing all this other stuff that's messing around with your liver. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that there needs to be some education, too, when it does mm-hmm. come to medication, mm-hmm. is that it does affect other organs. Yeah. So having that detox is, is something that, that's good to kind of put that in, to kind of cleanse that, to get those yep. little, you know, um, especially if you have a really good detox that, that acts like a scrub brush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with different things <laughs> to kind of clean it up, then that's what, yeah. that's definitely perfect for that because you kind of need that jump and that restart. That's why certain um, <clears throat> mental, like mental illness medications, mm. they make you cycle off of to cycle back on. Yeah. Because they know what it's doing to, to, that's why they go, they make you go into the doctor and say, well, check mm-hmm. their, you know, their kidney levels, their liver levels, all of these things, because they know what, how toxic it is to those particular things. Yeah. Um, once again, people, we're not saying that you need to add us when you nope. get off your, when you jump off your medication. Talk to your doctor. Don't, please. Don't please. add me. Add your doctor. <laughs> 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 because it is certain things that people need to be educated on. And I think yeah. that we're in a society too, where it's like that right now, I need it fast society where you go in. It's the mm-hmm. reason why your doctor hands you a pamphlet with your mm-hmm. medication because he can't tell you every single thing that you need to do or everything that affects you in that meeting. Yep. He got other people to see today. Cause if that was the case, <laughs> then you, it will be one patient a day. And who True. has time for that? Nobody. So <laughs> you go take this pamphlet and you're not going to put it in the trash on the way out the door. You're going to read it, yeah. read what it has. When I remember when I was taking birth control mm-hmm. and they handed me the little pamphlet and I would read it and I was like, why am I even on this shit? Right. What the hell is this? <laughs> I know it's like you could potentially die like 17 times written it's like oh, this, I don't think I want to take this right I go back and I say could you just take my prescription out of the system I ain't taking that That that's wild and horrible but yes. reading that pamphlet gave me that information instead of blindly thinking that the doctor is in my best interest mm. and going okay well I'm going to take this because my doctor said that it was okay to take when it could be something that yes. goes against what you actually want to do with your body. 
Yes. And it also, like, to your point, it just reminded me of, like, when you're taking these different supplements and medication, you also want to be mindful of, like, are you smoking? Are you drinking? Yes. Like, that can also have an impact on it. Like, with my doctor, she's like, you know, to me, Sean, this medication, you can't become pregnant, which I ain't going to become pregnant anytime soon. But yeah. the point is, it's like, that's something I got to be mindful of. So it's like, you also want to just keep that in mind, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, so true. Going into that, knowing everything that you know about nutrition mm-hmm. and foods... What are your struggles as a nutritionist? And let me hear some experiences you have from clients that in their resistance. Like now, I hear you saying that I should do this, but I ain't doing it because I don't like the way that sounds. (laughs) That's me. I'm just putting myself out there. That's me. Doc, I ain't doing it because I hate it the way you worded that and I ain't doing it. So (laughs) first, (laughs) what are your struggles as a nutritionist? Yeah, I would say like one of the biggest things is the, and we talked a little bit about this, is the misinformation out there. And I think for some people, they, my biggest struggle with a lot of clients is they come to me as know-it-alls. Like they, like they're already, they already know what they want to do. They're just kind of looking for affirmation that they're allowed to do this. And it doesn't always fit with like the way that I teach. So one of the things like I, I used to, I actually had one person who didn't become a client because of this reason. She was a prospective client and she wanted to achieve multiple goals. Like, I mean, she wanted to change her diet. She wanted to get on an exercise routine, but she was doing none of this. And I was explaining to her That's nothing wrong with having these as future goals, but I would suggest you, you know, focus on one goal at a time. No, 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 no. I can do all things through guys who strengthens me. I'm like, (laughs) yes, you can, my mom, but not all at once. And and I'm a Christian, so I'm not trying to like knock it, but I'm just, uh, but people don't understand, like you still have not done any of this ever. And now you're putting so much pressure on yourself to do it. Like you said, in those four weeks, so you can go to Jamaica, but you're not necessarily understanding that you're doing these things that maybe you can't do all of this in four weeks, Mm -hmm. but in, in eight weeks in 12 weeks in 24 weeks, can you maintain that? And that's the thing that I don't think people understand. And that's one of my hardest struggles I deal with people is they want to lose weight fast, but I'm like, I can help you lose weight fast, but I guarantee you won't gain it all back because you haven't developed the foundation to maintain that habit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, I love that you that you said that because it brings up. That brings up a good point about maintaining habits. What people don't understand is that it, it has to be a lifestyle. Yes. It's not just you doing this fad thing so that you can lose those, you know, 40, 50 pounds in four weeks, which good luck. Because you're going to have to smoke crack. You're going to have to do a line of coke in order to do it. Uh, don't add me. But you're going to have to do that in order to lose that, that fast and do a few mm-hmm. crackhead runs around the block. Mm. But, but people don't understand that it's a lifestyle change. Yes. Once you can put that into your mind that this is, am I ready to change my entire habit? The way I've been living, the way I've been eating, the way I've been working out. Am I ready to change that. That's why it's so good to do one thing at a time because it's easier for me to change one thing at a time than trying to change everything. Because then guess what? I fatigue. Mm -hmm. I poop out. And on week two, day three, I'm already like, nah, (laughs) this shit crazy. I ain't doing this no more. Yeah. And you wonder why you change diets every Monday. Natasha. (laughs) Felt that 
one. (laughs) And you wonder why you change it every Monday because you don't want to change your life. I used to tell my patients that all the time. Mm -hmm. Listen, what I'm about to teach you is going to change your life. Are you ready to change your entire way? I'm about to debunk Mm -hmm. some things that you thought were truthful in your life. And I'm about to tell you something right now that's going to blow your mind. And then secondly, you have to now change in order for you to say, I want to live a life where I'm not worried about my anxiety or my depression or anything else. Now I'm going to give you new tools to do that. I'm going to tell you, hey, these are different mindful things that you can do to kind of stay in the present moment. But if you want to stay in the past or you want to, you know, keep worrying about the future, I am not the one for you. I let people know that. And that's the same thing with eating is letting people know. I wish that Mm -hmm. I would have had the same knowledge and know how back when I was a personal trainer, because even though I did tell people, Hey, you know, I am, if you're going to work with me, you're going to have to be in it to win it. Yes. But I should have really told them that I am here to change your life. Are you ready for Mm -hmm. your life to be changed? If you're not, if you're doing this for a fad, then go look up Beyonce's thing. And you could do that off the internet. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to waste my time or your money to do that. Because that's what people do. They come right. in or they lie to me and be like, no, nah, I don't want to do this. And then I figured out that they didn't dropped off. You know, they, mm-hmm. they not doing the next, you know, uh, after the four weeks that they paid for, they're not ready. To, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm good. I'm not doing it. So that's why people were upset with me when I made them pay for, you know, I made you pay for at least six months off the bat. Good. So if you waste my time, you now have wasted your money. Mm-hmm. Because every time that you come to me and you say, I, I don't see any of this working. Well, if you don't see any of this working, let me follow you all day to see what you yep. eating. No, no, no. And so what happened was it is working. It's just me. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. That's what I mm-hmm. thought. Because I'm giving you the key to life right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have to actually go out and like practice those particular things. You just gave me something. You gave me a word. I'm like, look, let me go get my tambourine and start shaking it. (laughs) But no, I love how you said the key to life because that's really what it is. is People have to understand, like, to your point, if it's not working, it's because you're not doing the work. And we can't sit there and blame other people for the fact that we're not getting results if we're doing no work. Mm -hmm. If you don't do work, you won't get results. And and to your other point, um, when you're asking about like a client that, you know, I did have a great experience with is like one of them actually more recently, you know, when she came to me, she, she, I could tell she still wanted to lose weight, even though she said she would be okay if she didn't. And in the beginning there was resistance because I know she wanted, she probably assumed I was going to put her on more of a restrictive eating plan, but I didn't because I needed her to understand that the way in the lifestyle that you live is as an entrepreneur, as somebody who has a lot going on, you're not going to be able to maintain eating, you know, 300 calorie diets. Like that's not going to work for you because the thing is you have to have the energy to get through this. So that means you have to learn how can I maintain this in the long term? Yes. I'm going to say meal planning and prepping your food is going to be helpful, but for her particular situation, you ain't going to be able to prep all your food. So Mm -hmm. how can you find healthier options? So that's what we work toward is I, we work toward having her figure out, okay, this is the food that I can prep, but I can also, you know, order from Sunbasket. I can also order from this meal delivery service or whatever. You know, I can also, 
you know, go to TJ's or go to Whole Foods and pick up these different things that are prepped ahead that are healthier. So it was yes. like helping people understand how can you make this lifestyle work for you? Yeah, you're not going to necessarily be able to go to like all the restaurants that you used to go to or pick the items at those restaurants that you used to order from, but you can find healthier alternatives. Yes. And I want to clear it up for people who live in California, especially in Southern California. Oh, yeah. When she said TJ, she meant uh, Trader Joe's, not Tijuana. So Oh, she ain't oh. talking about go to Tijuana and get your tacos. She meant because <laughs> that's what immediately went in my mind. I said, "Yes, some tacos, delicious." That's the reason why I go. <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah that that is a very good point in terms of you know people having this and then that's being honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. That's being honest with yourself in the first beginning. Like, yeah, it'd be nice to lose a little weight. Who doesn't want to lose weight? Mm-hmm. who doesn't want to do it so when mm-hmm. I hear people who's like nah I just you know I just want to just you know gain a little strength and I don't really want to lose weight but you see them pounds dropping off and then well you get excited yes and I'm happy that you said that too because they, people need to be really really honest with themselves and I'm not knocking I know a lot of people myself included have come to a more weight neutral approach where we feel comfortable in our skin yeah. but to your point if we do lose the weight we're not upset about it but when we get to this point of being like I don't want to lose any but you're just saying that because you want someone to to feel a certain way about you but you really desire that weight loss it's like you have to be honest with yourself because at the end of working with me and you didn't lose the pounds and that's really the thing that you want to achieve you're going to be disappointed and then you're going to feel like a failure you're going to feel like I failed you Mm. and I'm going to feel like I failed you because that's what you really wanted and but that's not what you said you wanted so it's always important to just be honest with yourself if that's what you want that's what you want be very clear from the beginning yes like my pet peeve is when I hear people who are overweight say that I am comfortable in the skin that I am. I don't want to, I don't need or want to lose any weight. And I'm like, yes, baby, you are so right. You don't mm-hmm. have to, but don't yeah. act like you won't step on that scale and 10 pounds is gone. And you're going to be like, yo, this is fire. Mm. This is, this is, <laughs> this is where it's at. Look at mm-hmm. me. And then people giving you like compliments about it. So some people have to be really be honest with themselves in terms of what it is that they do want, because who mm-hmm. doesn't want to look like, um, who is, who's a, a woman with a, like a really nice body. Holly Berry, she has a really nice body. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want to look like that? Now people can say that because that's, mm-hmm. that's another one is yeah. I don't, I don't want to, or I don't have to look like Holly Berry. Got it. Yeah. You really don't. Mm-mm. You do not, but don't act like that is something that you do not want to do. That you don't want to look like that. That some desire in you don't want to look. Just say I can't look like that because I don't want to put in the discipline yes. to look like that. That's the reason why I don't. It's not that I. No, no, no. You don't have a hate and disdain to it. That's not it. Just go ahead mm-hmm. and be honest because that's what I'm gonna be honest and say. Hey, I'm too lazy to look like that. I would love to look like that, but I am too lazy to look like that. And that's that truthfulness people don't want to have within themselves. Yeah, that's a good reframe too, Natasha, to sit there and say like, it it is a choice. It's like, I'm choosing not to look like that. I'm choosing not to have those rock art habs. I'm choosing not to, because I don't want to spend those amount of hours in the gym. I don't want to sit there and plan every single one of my meals. I want to enjoy, you know, 
burgers ever so often. And, that's, I and that is fine. It's the reason why on Pornhub there's a there's a category for BBWs. <laughs> Listen. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> you know the funny part is I was thinking in my head, I was like, at some point that's probably gonna come up on like not the not the BBWs, but Pornhub. I was like, some point it's probably gonna come up in this conversation. <laughs> you know I gotta bring it up every once in a while. But yeah, like it's a reason why. So not to say that you have to look like that, but no. stop acting like that is not something you've looked at and went, yo, that would be nice to look like that. I just don't have the will or the motivation to do it. And that's yeah. fine. No one's, no one's faulting you for that. We just have to be mm-hmm. honest with ourselves in mm-hmm. saying that. Yeah. Talking about struggles. Yeah. What is your own struggle with food? Ooh, that's, such a good question. Yeah, I'm like, is, wasn't ready for that. <laughs> what is like your own struggle with food? I guess for me, you know, even today, even though I've done a lot of work when it comes to like processing and recovering from like binge eating disorder, because that's something that I struggled with, you know, many, many years ago. Actually, probably right before, actually, matter of fact, during the time we were together in Bach Lane, like I was actually struggling with um, binge eating disorder. Because remember, we used to always go out on Fridays to like, yeah, and eat all the food at the buffet at the brunch like, listen was, that's the best yeah. brunch nobody yeah. has ever topped it i've been to a lot of countries and had mm-hmm. some brunches no one has ever topped bahrain's brunch at I all i agree people I agree. be here they be like oh i'm gonna go to brunch and i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do it. and i'll be like listen listen mm-hmm. that little brunch y'all doing that's cute <laughs> that's cute but you ain't never been brunch. to a brunch where you can order any drink you want. They ain't doing just mimosas and orange juice. No, 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 no. You can order a Hennessy and Coke and it's yes. included. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and get and get right. Right. Like they would literally have different rooms for different countries. Listen, right? people right. don't know how y'all out here brunching on a baby status. We brunched <gasps> for real and yes. literally was there all day. Yes, literally. And that's the thing. Um, what I used to struggle with is um being And I didn't know that by the way. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And I never told anybody. Um, and I just would eat and eat and eat. And for me, even today, I have to remember like when I go through that moments of like feeling stressed or overwhelmed, it comes up sometimes and I'm just like, Oh, I'm eating because of its comfort. And that's really yes. what I did during that time was like eating for comfort. So I'm more aware of it. And that's why I practice more mindful eating and a more mindful approach because I realize like, okay, now I'm aware of it so I can stop myself. This isn't to sit there and say that there aren't times that I'm like, no, I'm going to go eat that donut. Cause I want that donut. But there are times that I know like you're eating out of emotion to Misha. So like you need to pause for a moment and really dig yes. into why you're feeling the way you're feeling mm-hmm. and choose a healthier way to deal with this and cope because you know that once you open up this Pandora's box, you won't eat and eat and eat and you're not going to stop until you are so stuffed and you feel like crap. And I just don't want to feel like that anymore. So that's yeah. just one of the things that I constantly mentally struggle with even though I don't physically struggle with it as much anymore, but I'm still always aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I had to tell like some clients that too about, cause people have this misconception that emotional eating is only when you're sad. Mm-hmm. And we'll continue with emotional eating on next week. So join us back here for part two of mind your own plate until next week. Bye.
Thank you so much for listening to Let Me Touch That. If you've enjoyed this episode and would like to hear your questions answered, submit your questions on letmetouchthat.com. If you like to support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on your social media for all we give a shit or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can find all of my social media handles on the links on the website. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you guys next time.